Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Asian Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Megla Bhardwaj. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about selling on Amazon. And I'm going to be interviewing a real Amazon seller who's based in Singapore. Please welcome Raj. Hi Raj, how are you doing? Hi Megla, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks yeah. a lot for joining me on the podcast, Raj. So we've known each other for a couple of years now. I think we met maybe on a Facebook group first. Uh, and then, yeah, I think right? in the meetup or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we met again in Hong Kong at Global Sources Summit. Um, you had come over there. So I, the reason I wanted to get you on uh, the podcast is to share your story a little bit about, you know, how you started selling on Amazon. What are the challenges you faced? What are some of the things that you've learned along Um, you know, on your e-commerce journey. And sometimes, you know, people think that Amazon is a get rich quick scheme and all you need is just one product and you'll be making millions of dollars in, you know, just a couple of months. But that is just not true. This is a real business. This requires a lot of hard work, a lot of patience. There's so much to learn. There's so many different aspects of the business. I mean, this is still a business. This is still a good opportunity. It can still make you good money. I mean, compared to some other businesses, this requires less investment, but it's still a business nonetheless. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. So first of all, Raj, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What is your background? Did you have a nine to five job previously? And how did you start selling on Amazon? Yeah. So basically I'm a mechanical engineer. And I was working in an American company in Singapore. And it's a nine to five job. And I was working with this company for 16 years. And after some time, I got feel boring because it's doing a routine job every day. Go and it's like a mechanical line. So I'm looking for some change. And the company reached the saturation point. So there no much changes happening there. So I decided to quit my job last year in 2018 September then I took a break completely with my son and uh, after a long working and I took a break and in uh, January uh, then uh, I explored for opportunities uh, I'm interested in the trading business so in 2017 actually I was registered my company in Singapore which is uh, basically a general trading and engineering services because basically I'm a mechanical engineer. So I engineering uh, uh, manufacturing companies from Singapore are moving out to Southeast Asia. So I thought I can give some uh, support to them, like a project management or kind of things. So that was, so that's the reason why I registered my company in two categories. One is general trading and engineering services. Then I focus more on e-commerce because I saw there's a boom in the e-commerce market. Then uh, I focus on Amazon. Uh, was my first uh, start actually. Okay. So did you take a course when you started selling or like how did you learn Amazon? Yeah, because I don't have any background from business. So uh, I was looking for anybody teaching business, how to do business. Uh, I was searching and I started with a Google and uh, uh, saw many uh, YouTube videos. Uh, then I founded one uh, in uh, Singapore, which is a Singapore Indian Chamber of Commerce. Uh, they running actually a red pill program. They call uh, so you can anybody can join. It's free, and it's, they thought not about the Amazon, but they thought about the whole business, how to do the business from scratch to end. 
and uh, so i joined that program and uh, real ceo come down every week and teach us the lessons and he uh, very strict mentor and he give homework you have to do it you bring any idea then they will try to train into your business model and see whether you want to go into that or it's not a good idea something like that mm. yeah that was my first uh, business courses attended for free and okay. come to amazon and i attended one course in singapore uh because i need many mentors right so i go for the course then get some some ideas how to do the systematic uh yeah so attended a course in singapore uh that is a 3 day course and taught by one of the local singaporean uh attended after that i quickly jump into amazon yeah okay so then um after you took the course um how did you start next i mean did you start uh, your own private label business or did you do you know um online arbitrage what what did you do after that after the course i took and it was so excited and uh, because so much hype was given during that course and anybody can mind can make money spend one hour a day is good enough all these things so i just jump into the pool without knowing anything and not prepare anything then after i started drowning uh yeah so that was some mistakes that happened and uh, that was the actually the course was good but they misleading too much on the positive side the course not talk about the negative side and the challenges path uh, that was uh, really many sellers new sellers facing uh, not everybody see success overnight but this course was not talk anything about the negative side so did the course really teach you about product selection because that's one of the um aspects that people really struggle with identifying a product that's not too competitive and that is profitable so did did you think that you had a good understanding of how to select a good product yeah they they did teach some systematic approach and putting so many factors uh like for example uh, you can choose lightweight and small size in the beginning and they use google trends and they use a viral launch for a product research and uh, uh, but the thing is once you see the product is a beginning in your seller you start to like the product right then you thought mm-hmm. customer also buy it then you launch it then uh, nobody is buying it then there's a problem right so they really don't teach uh, the data analysis Uh, get the data from the how you can look around uh, full landscape mm-hmm. uh, to the product then before you finalizing to go for it right that part is was missing there okay so then did you uh, launch your own private label brand after that did you go all in or did you start with maybe testing one product on amazon what was your approach starting out yeah 2018 uh, they after i did my course in august so they started uh, telling me and uh, telling every student that uh, fourth quarter is the best honeymoon period to make money your market so everybody jump right so i launched quickly launch uh, seasonal products because christmas new year is coming then i got uh, alibaba.com and i got supplier everything was good and uh, until it reached to amazon but no sales happened and at the time i no time for think about the private label so just anything everything i see i just ship there mm. but the small quantities but not big quantities uh, because even the sellers they okay to support the small quantities because the standard items they sell uh, so that 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 
that thing happened and after that i realized that okay we need to go for private label so in uh, 2019 early this year i actually registered a brand in uh, us through a, a lawyer in us because i need to classify correctly when I'll, i i can do it myself but uh, if anything i miss out again then around time is very high so i don't want to happen that one so i pay about 700 bucks uh, for that lawyer to go to study my products and uh, apply for the correct clauses and uh, yeah one month before it was done uh, so now i'm a private label okay great so um did you also distribute products of other brands or uh, are you are you only focusing on private label now yeah after amazon uh, started amazon business in e-commerce and i can see lot of opportunities have set amazon mm. uh, the two own model i'm i'm working very hard now is uh, go to the trade shows especially in singapore and they're looking for distributors these companies are coming around the world to singapore display their products and they want to focus south east asia and they looking for partnership or distributorship so in that model i uh, put my private label to amazon and i focus more design and now i am working with uh, three or four uh, brand owners companies uh, they looking for distributorship so this model really works good so far for me and amazon yes is still going but uh, other opportunities the same knowledge same efforts but is a different uh, other people's brand you promoting you selling so this is good because the the stock you don't need to keep so much stock and they there's this mutual understanding they yeah. share their market analysis with you and you can share with how you going to approach your business and we both are meeting this some point and uh, yeah so that's working so, so far so good for me Okay great. Yeah. So tell me as you started your Amazon journey what are some of the mistakes that you made uh you know when you were just starting out? Yeah as i mentioned uh, i didn't uh, not done the proper in depth uh, product analysis right i just a product i sort of like every product right so you know, the emotional controls me than the data right but uh, there is no room for emotional in this business and uh, that that was my number one mistake and i'm rushing too much uh, without strategy planning uh, i just go and uh, launch the product this two was the main uh, mistakes i made in the past mm-hmm. so if you had to do the product launch differently today what mm-hmm. would you have done differently i now i'm doing a very thorough and i don't uh, because when i launch a simple product what the problem is it will invite more hijackers to you so uh, anybody go and see similar product they can find it easily and they also can start uh, sell on your listings that's where hijackers coming in so i mean is this my mistake right so i am invite invited them to sell my because so simple product right so now i am uh, taking any product i do some simple modification and some add some variations and add some bundling and good packaging so i'm taking at least 3 to 4 months time to develop one product to launch so okay. that will uh, with this brand uh, now i'm had the private label approved and with this uh, combinations of uh, product development so i just won't touch too much mm, okay yeah so um what what in your opinion are some of the biggest challenges that you face 
in the business, you know, even today? Of course, starting out, there were many challenges. But as of today, what do you think are your biggest challenges? Still, IJKS are my biggest challenges. I don't know how they found out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> because it happens on, uh, in Canada market. And uh, uh, one IJKS, every day he come in my listing in the night and he go off in the morning. So he do every day because then I, so he taking all my PPC, I'm running PPC 24 seven. So I need to pass the, my PPC in the daytime, Singapore time. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. So I, I, I see some of the money is going there and I'm not getting the sales because he took my package uh, listings and he's selling there. And still IJKS is number one after sending some letters and now he disappeared, but another guy came in now. So. It's constantly happening, even though you have the brand brand register and everything, still they don't care. They just do what they can. They want to do it. Then the second thing is uh, learning a PPC is uh, really an art. And there is no winning formula for PPC. And you have to spend money. Uh, I don't it's a waste of money, but you have to spend money to learn the art. You can engage a third party service provider, but end of the day, you should know what you, they're doing it, right? So uh, that's the part I'm still learning. Uh, so these are the two biggest challenges currently I'm facing. Okay. What about uh, cash flow? Is that a challenge as well? A lot of sellers say that, uh, you know, that's a challenge because they need to keep reinvesting money into the business. And that becomes a problem because you can't really take money out of the business. Yeah, that's the thing. Cash flow was totally missed out in the beginning in my when I entered into this business. And uh, after attending the Kevin King's William 10 course, and he mm. talked all the difficulties, all the negative things first before thought the business, right? So it was a really good course. And then I pass everything and I go back to my drawing board and I start my things work it out. Now I have proper planning. Uh, how to spend my money and where to spend and when to spend, how much to spend. So everything is now a plan, right? So they come to the supplier side, I'm talking uh, increased inventory tenor. In, say, for example, every quarter or four times a year, it was the tenor around that's for planning. Then I make, make it six to seven times. So every time I pay amount will be lesser. Uh, then uh, some of the suppliers I'm working with them now, they are ready to negotiate for the payment times. So in the beginning, when you go, uh, you have to pay 30 or 70 before the product is shipped. But now they agree to, after I reach, I can pay 50% uh, So that gives me some cash flow management better. And okay. some of the sellers actually, they willing to work together as a partner. Mm. So I'm working on that model also because it gives uh, more understanding. So I don't need to pay anything. They give the product, we fix some base price, but I don't pay anything. But I will take the responsibility to uh, market and sell in Amazon. So after the profit come, then we see how to uh, share the profit. Mm. Okay, interesting. Let's talk a little bit about Kevin King's course that you mentioned it. Um, mm -hmm. I've heard a couple of other sellers <clears throat> taking that course as well. And I've heard very good feedback about uh, uh, the content that he shares. So basically this course is worth uh, almost a thousand US dollars and it's currently available for free. If you take the, if you take a subscription of helium 10, the monthly subscription, yeah. and yeah. this is an eight week course and um, they, uh, they release modules every week. Right. 
So, so you're, uh, how many, have you done the entire course yet or have you done some of the modules? I'm, yeah, I'm uh, complete the 50% now, even though I can access to all modules now. But uh, as I say, mentioned, I, I, after taking the course every week, uh, there's a reason why he give one week time for you to uh, go back and do some homework and then come back down the course, right? So all the cleanup is I'm doing now after attending this course. So mm -hmm. really, really useful. And now I, I can see a good shape of my business model. And I really uh, recommend this course because I'm the Helium 10 user. Uh, mm -hmm. So now I'm getting um, this course for free. So really worth it. And a lot of uh, informations are there. Uh, and real information, these are uh, all the this total business, whatever business you do, you can apply these uh, uh, concepts, right? Not only for Amazon, for example, cash flow. Any business you do, you need to understand the cash flow as a businessman. So all the basic thing they're teaching us uh, in this course, which is really good. Okay, that's great to know. So yeah. in case any of the listeners is interested in buying, uh, in taking up a subscription of Helium 10, we do have a discount code. So I'll put the discount code um, in the show notes and um, you can go ahead and uh, if, if you're interested, you can subscribe to Helium 10. The discount code will, um, there are two codes. One will give you a discount of 50% on the first month of subscription and the other will give you um, a 10% ongoing discount every month. So yeah, definitely recommend Helium 10 and also Kevin King's, King's course. Um, okay, so running an Amazon business, you know, there's so many different aspects of this business. There's marketing, there's sourcing, you also have to do listing optimizations, there's a bit of copywriting, there's images that you need to optimize, there's just so many things to learn and so many things to, to do in this business. So. Um, you know, which of the aspects do you find the most challenging and which do you find the, the easiest to do? Uh, easiest thing is um, I like to anal analyze the product selection. So I love it. I packaging I like. So everything I do, my uh, I like to based on the strategy and the criteria I set for product selection. Once it meets all the criteria, then I go into finding the suppliers. That part I like it. So I like to talk to supplier, like to meet the supplier and decent the packaging and bundling, all this thing I like. The challenging part is in the beginning, the scene you do like a PPC management and hijackers management and kind of things. That's the thing is still is a challenging for me. Yeah. And for PPC, so are you doing it yourself or did you, uh, have you hired an agency or did you take a course to learn PPC? Uh, I uh, currently I'm doing by myself as mm -hmm. uh, because I need to learn this because PPC is not the just one day or one month work you have, you have to do constantly and Amazon changes a lot and changes very fast even the A10 algorithm now jump in and many sellers they told me that their sales was dropped after this A10 algorithm came in uh, so a lot of things happening right so there is no a permanent fixed solution for the PPC. So I, uh, at this moment, I'm still managing by myself. Okay. And then what about things like photography and, uh, you know, your listings and videos and all, do you get those done locally here in Singapore or in China or in the U S how do you manage, uh, all of those things? For the photography, I, I found, uh, the photographer, the professional photographer, the country where I'm sourcing from, Okay. Uh, that, that will keep me easy. Uh, so because they get the product 
quite quickly and uh, in china quite easy because they understand amazon business very well mm. and even they can guide you in some aspects and so i just tell this for amazon they know what to do how many pictures for the size everything but i go to india or uh, vietnam for example they don't know much uh, about this one so i need some education there but i like to work with the supplier so it's give me a chance to bonding with them and so understand each other more better to work with them so i manage photography locally then i take the raw pictures and uh, i have a one designer in fiverr and i give the pictures and he know my style and he know now working with almost seven or eight projects with him now he know what i want exactly so i give the raw pictures to him and he will deliver the amazon pictures 7 to 9 pictures and now i need more pictures because for the brand registry i have yeah. more space to add in so now he giving at least 15 pictures per per product okay and approximately how much does that cost you uh five pictures are about 75 us us dollars okay yeah okay. so per picture about 15 Okay. And for the listing I have a VA in India. I think you recommended uh, through Facebook I found uh, mm. through LinkedIn I can't remember. Uh, her name is Priya. Uh, so he she doing a quite good job so far for me. So all the listings I will uh, she will be handling she's handling so far. And even I'm talking to her last week uh, to do the EBC for my brand registry. Mm-hmm. we will see how it goes in uh, first quarter in 2020 mm. yeah okay great in india in case you are looking for photography we do have someone in the india sourcing facebook group who offers um these services so i'm sure you know aaron hughes from yeah. the india sourcing so mm-hmm. he has recently started his own e-commerce consultancy and and uh, services they're called e-commerce wala his company is okay. called e-commerce wala So yeah you can you know reach out to him if you're interested uh, if if you want to get photography yeah, done and also i spoke to varun uh, two one week before uh, yeah. had a chat and he started the, he has his own photography uh, setup uh, because i saw his uh, whatsapp status he posting a lot of videos pictures with the the, the backpack then yeah. i asked him who doing then he say uh, he has his own team Mm. and he willing to do for others also so that is also one uh, opportunity yeah. since i know this varun uh, i met him and uh, we know each other after that we continue chatting so yeah so varun is also one option so. yeah definitely yeah um and it's pretty uh, i think i'm not, i haven't checked in the rates and all but it should be pretty reasonable because it's done in india yeah. so i mean especially I mean, compared to maybe singapore or us it should be relatively cheaper to do it in I india think now th- now they also ready increasing the price because oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh, they know that there's a demand and mm. uh, and they uh, even i uh, talk to priya and they say no come to india it means not only cheap you pay so much to yeah it makes sense to me as long as the content is good and not the us price but not india price so we yeah mid somewhere in between okay that's yeah. good enough So you also sell on multiple marketplaces right you sell on Amazon and I think you sell on Lazada Q10 so is is this because you want to diversify your business and to minimize your risk and not put all your eggs in one basket or um why did you do that 
Yeah, because when since I'm step in e-commerce, it's a knowledge and experience is the same for any marketplace, right? So why you want to keep only Amazon? And now Southeast Asia is booming, and mm-hmm. Alibaba is throwing a lot of money to develop. You combine all the Southeast Asia is bigger than U.S. market. Right. And uh, the buying habit is changing. And Indonesia buying now online, a lot of people start to buy. And Thailand, Vietnam, they all start to buy. Not only in Singapore. Singapore is a quite small market. But mm-hmm. this is Singapore. We can cover Southeast Asia very pretty easily. So that's what I, I decided to go for. Lazada. I tried Q10, but Q10 style is, doesn't suit for me. Uh, it's a bit mess for me. Uh, so Lazada, quite okay. So I'm going I'm into Lazada now. And uh, one of the product uh, from South Korea, I have distributorship for Singapore. So that product is so far selling quite good. So we are planning to expand more in that product. And uh, yeah, then I also started Shopee and Shopify based on my own brand. Uh, so this is, yeah, so you have knowledge and better uh, you multiply the knowledge in across multiple platforms. So your risk is reduced. Yeah. That's the main reason why I go into these platforms. Right. So what issues did you have with Q10? Q10, even I want to create that. Uh, I mean, the, the platform is not user-friendly, right? Mm. So because Amazon is more, if we want to create listing very easy, right? You just follow the template very easy, but Q10 is sort of thing and it, it doesn't suit my style. I don't say it's wrong or right, but it doesn't suit me. But I go to Lazada is, is similar to Amazon, mm-hmm. but easy to do it. So I like it. Even Shopee, even simpler, very user-friendly. So this thing is suits my style. So I go for it and I'm doing it. And Shopify is also is better. Uh, Shopify, I'm doing a drop shipping now. Uh, okay. Yeah. So drop shipping means I don't need to invest so much money in the inventory. Mm-hmm. So it, it's start to pick up now because the Christmas holidays. Yeah, so I'm thinking for I'm have some plans in the well, first quarter next year for Shopify and different stores. I'm thinking to start an eBay early next year. Okay. So yeah, so managing all these things is is quite difficult, right? I'm one man show most of the time, and I'm thinking to combine in one software to manage all these things. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. So do, uh, does Lazada also offer um, fulfillment services? Lazada, there's a two uh, model. Lazada is a marketplace mm-hmm. and Lazmall is for uh, fulfillment they done by themselves. Uh, Lazada can do for you, but Lazada, Lazada is you have to do yourself, FBM. Mm-hmm. Lazmall is FBL, fulfillment by Lazada. So okay. this is the reason why I'm talking to many brand owners. They want to come in Singapore and I use the Lazmall model it really works for them and they love it right? because the Lazada can ship Southeast Asia within two days or three days so these brand owners from other countries they want to start their footprint in Southeast Asia they like this Lazmall model so I'm working with them for this model okay yeah. so you're like a distributor for yes. their products yes correct okay awesome so um and then you're also sourcing from different countries, right? You mentioned China, India, Korea. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the differences that you see sourcing from, you know, China and the other markets? 
China, I started with China because all the mentors normally they teach start from Alibaba.com. So I also follow the same. I found quite easy. Then after some time also it's a risk because they can copy and they can sell you. you they know where you're selling because they know Amazon business very well. And uh, the good part thing from China is they, they know everything about Amazon. So your, your part is very less. You just tell what you want. They can do the rest, right? Then I move uh, move to India for some of the product, like eco-friendly products. And uh, they at the time they don't know about anything about Amazon. Even the shipping, I was I had some issues, and Sierra uh, was helping me in that one. Mm. So this is a thing uh, you go to other countries. You have to make sure that they know about Amazon. The shipping to Amazon is uh, not like a, a traditional shipping, right? Because Amazon is a virtual company. And they don't give you the tax ID, uh, importer of record, all these things are important. So all these things I learn now. So without importer record, you cannot import any goods into the, any countries. But not, not sure how many sellers know about it. Maybe the big sellers know, but the newbies maybe don't know. So the, most of the, if you, you are forwarder, don't use their IOR, your goods will stuck in the customs. Then that's a big issue. So these are the thing I go to other countries I'm facing, but I, after I uh, talking to them, explaining them, they okay to, because if you import uh, somebody's goods into the country by using your name, you're taking risk, right? Because you don't yeah. know what is actually inside, right? Mm. So this way, but Chinese, they, they know, right? So they're shipping, they don't, but other countries, they, 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 they know. So this is something you need to work it with your forwarder and that's where they help. For my Amazon Japan, now I found few suppliers in Japan itself. So that makes me more easier. But they don't know anything about Amazon. But I'm uh, the Japan guy, Mr. Nick, is helping me on that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he has a warehouse. He do the prep center. So I, I, I'm working with them him now. So I sourcing from Japan. I'm selling in Japan. So my shipping cost is zero almost. Okay. Yeah, and the time is very fast, mm-hmm. and I can say this is made in Japan. Right? So that's uh, it's, uh, one of the selling point for me. Yeah. Right. Have you also considered selling on Amazon India? Uh, Amazon India, not at the moment, uh, because I'm too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm spreading my hands everywhere. So 2020, my focus is to stabilize this one and focus what I'm doing now. Okay. Yeah, because Amazon India is also a very fast growing market. And it's one of the fastest uh, Amazon marketplaces. And of course, in India, there's a growing middle class. And uh, mobile commerce is growing very fast there, especially in um, second tier cities. Of course, it's a very price sensitive market. So you you have to be very cautious. I heard that a lot of returns are there. And the return rate is very high in India. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they, They buy, for example, you sell something they buy and use for 20 days they return after that and this <laughs> so uh, it's okay to achieve, uh, take the challenges but not now maybe uh, 2021 maybe yeah yeah definitely yeah. okay so um have you do you like visit any of your factories you know when you're sourcing from china or india or have you visited any factories at all and do you think that's important uh, after I experience one year plus and yes, visiting the factory is very, very important, but I, I so far I never visited any factories. 
Mm. Uh, because China, they told me that you can see today factory A, tomorrow the same factory, can show you factory B kind of thing. A uh, lot of stories are coming, but uh, I'm planning to visit in China next year. But India supplier, I met them in, uh, in the fair. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like a family uh, business. So they brought me into their uh, dinner and everything. So there was some bonding was there. So it works well so far. But mm -hmm. factory, I don't have time because they, they actually invited me to visit the factory in Kolkata. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't have time. I need to return to Singapore. So maybe next time I'll visit. But so far, uh, I visited. But visiting a factory gives you the good understanding of your supplier and how they're doing. And for example, any uh, food-related products and uh, hygienic is very important. What the certifications or the safety wines, everything you can see it by yourself. Yeah. Right. So what has your experience been sourcing from India? You know, have there been any issues like quality or pricing or delivery lead times? Like what are the challenges you faced sourcing from India? Uh, quality is, uh, I get the samples and I visited them. I negotiate, the, uh, we define everything, the CCKs and right. So we write everything in the paper and we agree. Quality was really good. And okay. even now all my Customers' feedback is five-star rating in Amazon, mm. uh, both in uh, US and Canada, all five-stars so far. So quality really, really good. But the price is a little bit higher uh, mm -hmm. because they're looking for one-time business. They're not thinking of the long-term. But that one, we can change. We work with them and set your forecast and because they don't see what you're doing and how much uh, money you're making, what's the potential, right? They don't see all these things, right? So we have to show to them, this is what the demand is there and this is how you uh, approach your business strategy. Mm -hmm. So try to convince them, then the price will definitely come down. And the shipping, yes, uh, not every uh, forwarder or every seller in India know about shipping to Amazon. That one part, uh, anybody uh, sourcing from India or other countries have to be careful. Yeah. So are any suppliers in India, have you seen them offering door-to-door -door shipment like DDP, like they do in China? Yeah, they, they do it because on Amazon, uh, we have to do DDP, right? Because we mm. don't have any importer records, so we have to do DDP. And uh, some of the suppliers, they won't use their own uh, forwarder and they offer DDP. But the price is a bit higher because they do some markup here and there and... Uh, but now I did some few shipments through uh, Samixa from CI. Mm -hmm. uh, they quite reasonable price and it's very seamless process. So, yeah, so I have now a logistic partner in India. Uh, CI is my one of my logistic partner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've heard really good feedback about Samixa. So in case anyone yeah. is sourcing from India and they're looking for a logistics partner, we definitely recommend uh, CI. Okay. And then... Um, so in your experience, what is the importance of, you know, networking and meeting other sellers? And I, I know that you attend a lot of meetups in Singapore and a lot of events like you're everywhere. So how have you benefited from attending events and, you know, networking with other sellers? Yeah, because we are selling online means we are talking to machines, right? Most of the time. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to meet people, talk to people and spend time with them and understand each other. So I like to mingle with the people. Uh, so that's why I don't miss anything happen in Singapore. So I don't need to pay anything much. Uh, mm -hmm. It's cheaper for networking. So I don't miss 
any event because we never know where the opportunities come from right all right so open up your door because you are since the business and don't sit at home all the time go outside and look for opportunities talk to people and see what they're doing and kind of thing so networking is very important to develop my skills because i don't know everything and uh, so what i know i i can share with others and also i gain from others so two way sharing and uh, and also other thing is let us updates right we yeah you can sit down and google it you can find out but people's sources information are coming from different sources so when you go to this kind of networking and information sharing is really good so they can share with the latest update hey, this is coming even lazada there are uh, every month they have the monthly seller meeting okay i never miss that because they share the ceo come down and share what is coming next so you can talk directly to the ceo and yeah so i don't i don't miss most of the time mm, okay. yeah that's interesting so what advice do you have for people who are just starting out or thinking about uh, starting an e-commerce business a lot of advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my 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 uh, password is like uh, engage your mind before engage your hands mm. uh, so this is even my i was working in the last my company i used this always remember this one engage your mind before engage your hands right so everything what you do you put in mind put in the paper everything is a plan before you go and actually do it right so the planning part is very very important right? so whatever you do okay take the idea and you can even now i learn how to do the business canvas Uh, mm-hmm. for any any business i can uh, can write my myself i also teaching from few others uh, in singapore uh, so that is very important right why you selling why i want to buy from your product then many sellers don't have any answer for that one then there, there's a problem right so, so we need to go around it and make it find some answer for that one and we need to find our unique selling point right mm-hmm. and because uh, we need to uh, tell our customer why you should buy from me if a customer they don't buy from you because there are a lot of opportunities nowadays in the online and every day new sellers coming in so you need to be stand out from the competition right so that is important and when uh, now other approach is always you finding product don't find the product right find the uh, tim tim jordan uh, tells that find the keywords right so yeah my my way of doing uh, other than that is look for the problems that we are facing every day life mm. uh, look around look for the problems right, right and every day life you even you commute and crowd find a lot of problems around us so little list out all these problems and see whether you can do anything about it mm. so always try to solve the problem for others and don't sell your products solve the problems first Mm. and be dedicated and take it very serious uh, people some think that amazon is just easy anybody can do it. yes it can be easy but it can be tough also so take it very serious plan ahead plan properly and get complete picture before you jump into that one and don't try to copy others ideas and because sometimes people share uh, for to help and quickly go and copy so follow some ethics and set by you you respect yourself you respect others and the last but not least to give back to society mm. yeah that is very important right knowledge is not for you knowledge is for you to give back 
so that is my one thing and uh, i am tied up with many uh, uh, ngos in singapore and mm. in malaysia i am uh, tied up with i am helping them to sell their products and uh, but that not suits for amazon actually initially i was thought i'm launching amazon but this all the handmade products and it's not very unique and they cannot make every 10 pieces look similar so that's the that's the challenge they have okay yeah but i'm promoting in singapore within singapore it so far goes well and they are happy even some handicapped uh, people they have the offices in singapore and they make the cards and keychains i'm promoting them for them so i'm like uh, working as ambassador for them this is how i give back to society helping uh, them and also helping others okay that's really yeah. nice that's that's really nice so if someone's just starting out what would you say is the investment that is required to you know start this business or do you have any you know approximate ballpark figure yeah th- this one actually uh, you ask uh, we need to ask ourselves what i want to achieve from business for example mm-hmm. every month i want to I'm um, expert five thousand US dollar revenue. Then you break down into thirty days uh, each day how many uh, sales you should have. Uh, so again, break down how many uh, sales you have to do per day. Then that gives you the unit price of the, the each product, right? Then see whether this uh, and based on the demand, you can plan for one quarter, three months uh, inventory. then see whether it fits into the budget or not okay. and uh, if you have then uh, kevin's method is divided by 2.5 so don't spend all the money in the inventory keep some for cash flow mm-hmm. all this thing is not there is no uh, one word answer or straight formula but this and you need to put so many numbers to get it done so we can adjust here and there to suits individual mm. but uh, roughly i think about 5k to 10k you been able to start it yeah okay great awesome okay thank you so much raj for sharing all of your experiences and uh, your knowledge or expertise with everyone i'm sure people will find it very useful so everyone listening um you know if you want to attend meetups in singapore uh we organize meetups uh, quite often so you can join us on meetup.com just search for the asian seller we also have a facebook group it's called the asian seller again we also have a group on telegram search for the asian seller join all of our groups there to stay up to date on all of the events and meetups that we are uh hosting in singapore and um if you are looking for a course i would recommend jason tay's course um you can head over to jasontayonline.com and um he has a two day course and after the course he also offers one on one sessions with attendees so i think that's very useful if you send him an email and if you mention the asian seller you will get one extra session after the course one extra one on one session after the course so yeah raj thank you so much for your time and i hope to um see you soon in one of the meetups in singapore yeah thanks mela for the opportunity for sharing my lessons learned and the new sales hope it helps for the other people yeah thank you very it much will. it will thanks a lot yeah. thank you